Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessie Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me is one of my um, favorite guests, uh, a frequent um, contributor to Set Lessing Bruce, uh, Chris Bloom. Chris, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. That's a very nice introduction, Jesse. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many times I've been on the show. Now yeah, I was the, thinking it, it's been a few had there. It's probably about five or six. I actually feel guilty, um, you know, being on so many times. I'm sure there's lots of other people who'd We've got lots to say too, but, um, you know, I never um, refuse the opportunity. So it's always nice to, to talk to you. And I think as I've said before, is I don't really have anybody in my sort of day-to-day life I can talk yeah. to, uh, you know, about Bruce Springsteen too. So, you know, when I'm, my Bruce Springsteen conversations are mainly over Twitter yeah, or Facebook sometimes, or on on your podcast. So yeah, I appreciate it. Well, it is glad to do it. In fact, that's I was we, before we hit record. I was telling you that I was running late talking to you. Um, I the guest I had a someone that I was recording with earlier, and normally, like I do, like if it's nine a.m. here in Dallas, I'll do nine to ten, and then you were going to do ten to eleven my time. And I started a few minutes late with Mark. And then he he is a local, he works here in Dallas. He lives here in Dallas area. And he and I started talking and he said the same thing. Like, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. So um, he and I were just going on and on and we were having such a good conversation. So, you know, you were nice enough. I emailed you for like, hey, Chris, can we delay 30 minutes? You're like, of course, yeah, no problem. So it is nice. But you've officially, I, I will have to count, but I know you've done more than three. So yeah. uh, you owe me a photo and a brief bio so I can add you on my website to the oh, okay. Set Less Than Bruce All-Stars, you know, okay. so uh, you, Terry Smith, Belle Pore, and everything. So uh, we we did the last time you're on, we did these top six songs yes. and yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know that, that, that was. Um, well, you know, every time I've been on, it's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's kind of you to say. Uh, so um, I know you guys had a little bit of uh, unrest there, or is everything going okay now? How are you? How is your family? Yeah, no, everything's, um, well, almost getting back to normal. There was, um, yeah, like I was saying before we started, there's there was um, some sort of civil unrest. It was, uh, without getting too political, I think there was a political drive behind it um basically ended up with people looting every shopping center and every shop and warehouse they could um get access to and it went on for a couple of days but um you know and i think it's a combination of a the lockdown b um What did I say? Yeah, the the lockdown and also um, 
unemployment, you know, there, there yeah. is unemployment and poverty. And I think all these things just added up to frustration. And, you know, it, it's not the first country that things like this yeah. have happened. You know, they happen. Yeah. Well, even, you know, even in the United States. Absolutely. You know, if you look at January the 6th. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, that which was on a, you know, another level. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, you mean that very quiet, just people <laughs> touring the Capitol as they're tearing apart yeah. windows and stuff? Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's crazy, Chris. Um, so for those of you, this may be, you know, every episode is someone's first episode. So in case they've never um, heard you before, tell us a little about yourself, Chris. Okay, I'm originally from United Kingdom, um, and I have came to South Africa in 1990 when I was 20 years old. It was part of my, I just planned to work my way around the world. As I had an uncle in South Africa, I thought that'd be a good place to start. You know, it would be sort of a base to start, and then I'd move, then I'd spend a couple, <clears throat> a couple of years here and go to Australia or New Zealand or Canada or the US or, or wherever and just generally plod my way around the world. Um, and as you can see, I'm still in South Africa. So yes, you are. I'm, 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 I'm still at first base. Yeah. Um, yeah so you know, I, I don't think you realize until you do it how what a big move, moving country, especially sort of literally to the other side of the world is oh, um, absolutely. and especially in you know 1990 there was no internet there was no there was no sort of easy communication you just had international phone calls which cost a fortune or you'd you'd write yes you know, <laughs> you'd literally pick up a pen and and write a letter which is how my you know for the first few years well first half dozen years probably how i communicated with my my parents yeah um and it, you know, it's amazing to think how from that now how we commute like how would now we're you know we're i don't know how many probably ten thousand miles away from each other yeah and we're, we're, we're chatting like we're sitting around a, a table it, it is amazing and i always think about that like when we had um last month when we did the top six songs right we had you in south africa we had ian in the united kingdom we had bella in uh new york mark in chicago area me in texas um all just visiting and it is um i i sometimes uh, we all take it for granted, but it's just, it is a miracle and it's just really lovely. Um, so you reached out and you said, you know, Jesse, I've never done songs of your life. And I went, oh, well, this is a great excuse to have you on again, because I always love talking to you. I always love catching up with you. Uh, so I'm excited to have you join me. So bear with me. Uh, in case you've not had a Songs of Your Life episode and not heard one, let me give you a little background. Uh, the sports station that I listen to here in Dallas uh, would do the biggest show coming to town every week on w- their morning program. And this gave the host an excuse to talk about music. They would talk about what bands were coming in the next seven days. 
they would play a little clips of each band and then they would vote on which of the bands is the biggest act. Um, well, then when COVID happened, there was no tours and there was no music. Um, so they started doing bands of your life and they came up with 11 questions that you could answer. But for fun, they made it where you could only use one band one time. So um, band that you change your life and land that you, band that you love could not be the same band. And Chris Jackson, my son, said, this is a cool concept, but you should figure out a way to make it more Bruce centric. And so I said, OK, well, why don't I do songs? And so the premise is there's 11 questions I'm going to ask Chris. Um, he is the answers need to be Bruce Springsteen songs, but he can only use one song once. Uh, so you can't use the same song that you love, that changed your life, great to see live. They all have to be different. So as we get started, Chris, how much was this? Did you know your answers almost immediately or did you have some did you do some shuffling around? Yeah, a little bit of shuffling. I, I originally, when you first, I think when you first did your, the songs of your life, I made up my own list and I went back and I, I found it and I think I made a couple of changes, but I don't know how long ago. That was probably like a year and a half or so ago, maybe. Um, but it's pretty much the same and there's a few which i think oh maybe they could change but it's like it's like everything you never you know and like tastes change don't they from from one day to the next especially with someone like bruce springsteen because he's got such a a vast catalog such a deep catalog of songs you can't it's it's almost impossible to know all the songs or be familiar with all the songs there's just too much um, you know, there's still, like for instance, probably disc four of tracks I've never, well, I've, I've played it, but there's still plenty of songs there, which I don't really know. I've, I've listened right. to them and I'd recognize them, but I haven't really sort of delved down into the lyrics. So, you know, I've, I've, with Bruce, it's, it's almost, and it, you know, he's released and also he's releasing stuff all the time. He's yeah. releasing concerts, you know, um, and so the, the there's really, unless you've got all the time in the world, you know, I think yeah. there's always, there's always something new to discover. Um, you know, I think we should be very grateful for the amount of stuff he does put out. Um, it it and, really is. Um, and they announced today as we're recording this or this week, <coughs> excuse me, he'll be doing, he'll be contributing to a soundtrack for this documentary about wild mustang horses which is just kind of crazy that that's coming up so yeah. yeah very nice all right so we always get the negative stuff out of the way first <laughs> song that you hate or if we want to soften it a little bit song that you don't get okay well i'm going well, obviously a night with the jersey devil would be yeah, would go without saying, really. But so yes. I'll, I'll ignore that one um, and just go for Ramrod. Okay. Because I just don't, 
get it. It's uh, uh, it's just one of these songs which seems to be sort of popular, reasonably popular. It's a reasonable regular concert song, um, and I love the river. The river is probably my favorite album, but that's one song, um, yeah, which I just don't get. I just yeah, uh, that is a song that I also am. You know, I get people that love it, but, you know, they, some of them go crazy on it. And I'm like, really? Okay. Uh, so you, you won't get much agree- disagreement with me on that. <laughs> All right. Song you think is overrated, my friend. Okay. This could be quite controversial, but promise. Uh, oh, really? It, another one. And like everybody raves about it. And I've listened to it plenty of times. I've, yeah. And. But I just, again, I just don't, I, you know, I, I can't, there seems to be no melody to the mm-hmm. song or not a, a not one I can re- remember, you know, um, yeah, it's, it just, just doesn't, doesn't catch me. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was highly, I remember when, um, the promise the album the promise came out yeah. you know everybody was raving about the fact that that song was being released yeah um, but yeah again it just it just does nothing just does nothing yeah. to me okay um you know hey i picked jungle land so you know the, i i said oh, the well, bar. that really is controversial yes that's really controversial yes um absolutely so um so let's flip that. What is a song you think that is underappreciated? Uh, Brothers Under the Bridges. Oh, okay. The, the one, not the the first one that comes on um, tracks, because the other one is okay. Brothers Under the Bridge, which is also a good song. But um, And this, obviously, it's the same, pretty much the same tune, I think, as No Surrender. Right, um, but I think the the lyrics. I've actually got the lyrics. Where do I put the lyrics here? Um, especially the the last, from what I can understand, the song being it's or, or the the theme of the song is that it's starts off, and it's the brothers under the bridges refers to guys just hanging out, you know, on a summer night and having a good time and then in the last verse i think maybe it's it could be semi-autobiographical because it when when he says well now i hear a cry in the distance and the sound of marching feet come and gone presumably that's his friends going off to war when he didn't you know he 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 was able to you know wasn't drafted and then um then he says, tonight from up here on Signal Hill, I watch a young man in a red shirt walking through a night so still. Put his jacket round his girl as the autumn wind sends a chill through the brothers under the bridges. So now the brothers under the bridges are the, the veterans who've come back from Vietnam and now down and out. Yeah. And he's saying there that, 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 that wind that brings a chill for the the young man and you know with his girlfriend that's just a minor inconvenience you know he he put his coat around his girl 
but for the brothers under the bridges that's you know that's the hardship they have you know that's part of their life that, you know which I will they're have having to um what am i thinking of what's the word yeah well, that, that's the hardship they're having to put up with yeah i will have to re-listen to that that that's really beautiful and that, that, that always yeah that always gets me that um okay. that last verse yeah all right song that you love would be incident on 57th street all right because it's just uh one of those songs when it starts it's it's a spine tingling experience and it's almost i think you know when we did the the, the fifth tracks i said it's it's almost like a movie but condensed into one song yeah um so yeah, that, that that would be and I can listen to that one over and over again. Yeah, it's one song I never get get bored of. Okay. Good. But there's lots of songs I wouldn't get bored of, but I'm just Yeah, you gotta only pick one. That's the rules, right, Chris? No problem. <laughs> that that that's the one. All right. So that's the next question. Song you can listen to over and over and over again. Thunder Road. Ah, nice. It's just you know, because it's just, yeah, I think it has to be his best song. And there's just so much, there's so many parts to that song. It sort of touches every emotion. There's, um, I agree. You know, there's love, there's wanting to get away from it all. There's, there's jealousy, um, uncertainty, pretty much every, and happiness as well yeah you know but it is every emotion you can think of he's put into that that one song it's you know my well, genius it literally yes i agree and again yeah every time you listen to it it's it sounds like i'm listening to it for the first time and i you know i don't know how many i must have listened to it thousands of times mm-hmm. you know that was a line Becky Hodges, who's been on the show, mentioned that she believes that when you go to the afterlife heaven, that you can ask um, God anything. And she said she would ask, how many times have I listened to Thunder Road? You know, <laughs> uh, and I thought that was such a like, thing. I could just see this, you know, the scale up like, a, you know, clicking every time. Um what's a song what's the song that made you fall in love with bruce i'm gonna put born to run okay because that was and again i think i've told you this before when the like i was aware of bruce um and this was in the you know, mid 80s and then he brought out born to run as a single of the live 75 to 85 and they played it in the UK. They played it on the on the radio. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this sounds amazing. I, you know, and I, I don't think I'd ever heard that particular song because the UK radio used to be pretty much chart based. Yes. It, it wasn't. It wasn't um, much sort of retro stuff in those days. And you also you limited the amount of radio stations there were compared to today yeah 
and I thought, wow, this is amazing. So I actually, I went out and bought the seven inch single. I didn't have a CD player yet then. And I thought, wow, you know, this is, this is really great. And then about the same time, I got a CD player and I bought the CD single, um, which had Born to Run, Johnny 99, Spirit in the Night and Seeds, I think, mm-hmm. on it. Um, that was, I think I had that. And the other CD I had was the Joshua Tree. So those yes. were like, <laughs> I, was sort of, yes. I was like playing those two CDs all the time. And then I, but I didn't, I didn't really, I don't know why I didn't just go out and buy more spring scene stuff. That uh, It was about six months later when Tunnel of Love came out, which leads yeah. me into the next song, I think, which is Song That Changed My Life. Yes. Is that the next, that's that the next is, one. Is, exactly. Um, and I saw he, he was releasing an album called Tunnel of Love and my favorite band at that time and I've told you this before but I'll just see yeah. it's part of this story is my favorite band was Dire Straits and my favorite exactly. song was called Tunnel of Love uh-huh. and I didn't know now is this a cover of that song or yeah you're like hey know? wait how, how, how do I know um, so I went and bought the album and found out obviously it's not a not a cover. And I thought also I thought, well, this doesn't sound you know, I was sort of, sort of semi-familiar with um born in the USA. And I thought, well, this sounds different. You know, it's it's not it's not the Bruce Springsteen I was expecting. Um and then I just started listening to the album over and over again. I can't really say which song grabbed me, start with you, but you listen to it. And your first thought is, well, that's not what I was expecting. But on the other hand, there's something, no, there's something there. I need to go back and listen to it again. And the more you do that, the more you just carry on listening. And you think, wow, this, this is brilliant. And then that was, after that, you know, I, I went and bought Born to Run. Yeah. Then I bought Greetings, then the live album, then Darkness, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. until I had all the albums. Um, and also, interestingly, well, I don't know if it's interestingly, but two of my favorite albums, The River and Dar Straits Making Movies, were both mm-hmm. recorded at the same time in the same place they were both recorded at the power station i think it was the power station in new york Interesting. and roy, roy bitten plays keyboards on the dar straits album i did not know that okay yeah um and i've always wondered being sort of a fan of mark knopfler and of, of bruce yeah. springsteen they must have met but there's no i've like searched the internet i thought this there must this must be a picture of them i even sort of sent a tweet to Steve, um, Stevie Van Zent. I said, when you were recording the river, was there any interactions exactly with, interaction yeah. with, with, with Dar Straits and, but he never, never replied. So that, that would be, that would know, be it interesting. Just, it just, you know, like our two musical heroes, you know, yeah. what did they have to say to each other? So maybe, maybe it's out, the information's out there somewhere. Yeah. And they're also, they're also almost, almost identically 
almost the same age. I think Mark Knopfler's like a, a month older than Bruce. Interesting. Very nice. Anyway, so that was. Yeah, so um, specifically, the song is Tunnel, Tunnel Love. of Love. Yeah. yeah. Good. Tunnel. Seeing as that was what. Yeah, exactly. Why, why I bought the album. Um, okay. What's a song that surprised you? This was a this was the most difficult one, and I'm going to put Radio Nowhere because um, when I bought Magic, which I only bought like six months after it came out, I think I bought it in the early 2008. It came out in 2007, I think, and. Like I've, ever since, again, I mean, I've said this before, but ever since I became a Bruce Springsteen fan, I thought he's, you know, his late 30s, this must be the end of his career. You just don't expect pop stars to to carry on, for, you know, past their 30s. Or even yeah. that, that seemed old at the time. Sure, it sure does. And so ever since then, I've, I've been thinking, well, then, you know, surely what, what else has he got to, to offer us? He can't, mm-hmm. he must, must be at the end of his career. So I was no rush to, I thought, yeah. You know, what, 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 what can there be? You know, the, the, okay, the rising was very good. So I eventually went, got round to buying it and I thought, wow, you know, now they're sounding, it sounded so, so edgy and, almost grungy in a way um, that that album and you know I, I just wasn't expecting something and very tight and I, again I think I've, I said on a previous one it, it's probably sounds sort of very REM yeah that that album um, yeah so I was just sort of surprised that I think it sounds more sort of contemporary than the rising did Sure, I and, can see that, and and I think that you know it's, it's a tighter type of album. Um, yeah, so that that would be. You know, at first, I you know again, I didn't. I, I think you know what, what's this? What, you know, it took me a few mm-hmm. listens to, yeah, to sort of appreciate it. Okay, very nice. Um, I know a lot of people don't believe in guilty pleasures, but that is the next question. What is a song that is a guilty pleasure for you? Oh, I don't think I could feel guilty about listening to any Springsteen song, but I'm going to put I Wish I Were Blind. Okay. Oh, nice. Because it's it's sort of Bruce channeling Roy Orbison. Yeah. I feel. Um, yeah. And I like um, a lot of people sort of criticize the Human Touch album. But I like quite a few songs on there. And that's one of them. So, yeah, there's, there's nothing really um, sort of groundbreaking, I guess, with it. But it's, you know, it's a good song. There are people who sell that period short. Mm. So absolutely good one. I asked this on most shows, but what's a song you wish you had seen live? 
Okay, I'm going to go, seeing as I've only been to one concert, I'm going to go for some one of the new songs. And I think this would make an excellent uh, finale in the last song. And, I, and I've never, to be quite honest, it, when I listen to Bruce concerts, the last few songs are normally like Shout or Twist and Shout, which... I'm not that keen on to be quite honest. I can right. understand Bruce wanting to, to sort of sing the songs that he yeah. wanted to, but when, when he wanted to be a rock star, yeah. he dreamt of singing Twist and Shout. Um, right. And now he's, he's getting the, so I appreciate that, but it's, you know, it doesn't really sure. do much to me. I get that. Anyway, so I think I'll see you in my dreams would be the perfect yeah. showstopper. That would yeah. just, and it's such a good song and also it's it makes me think of um the first time i heard you know immediately when i heard that i thought of my dad because i do dream of him um right he's he's been dead 16 years now um and you know i just wasn't it's one of those things that nobody you don't expect, or I've, nobody's been able to put into words that feeling of you actually spending time with that person in in your dreams. Yeah. So until until while you're still dreaming about them, they're still there. They're still part of you. Mm-hmm. And they still live in in your dreams. Another thing about that song is. I was looking at the lyrics today. I think the there's only the verses. There's only about eight or nine lines of lyrics. Yes. There's there's not there's not that many lyrics, but it's just so powerful. He does he takes so few words and and simple words, just one and two syllable words. There's no complicated yeah. words there, and just turns like plain simple English into something so powerful. And. Uh. You know, I think if I went into a concert and um, yeah, if he played that as the final song, I'd probably be in tears by the <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, any, any time. But it just yeah, he it, ended it, up it, closing Broadway with that, so I, I can okay. see that. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, and um, the other thing, while I'm talking about the, the amount of lyrics, like Bruce's especially the more he's got into his career, the more sparse the lyrics have become. Yes. But at the same time, um, maybe each word is holding more value. If you, if you look at it, like it was his early stuff, I think even Bob Dylan says, if he carries on like this, he's going to run out of words. Yes. Uh, and I think he maybe then he chose to distance himself from Dylan by being more, sparse with his his lyrics yeah and his songs they don't have that many words mm-hmm. a lot of them they, 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 there isn't that many words compared to you know bob dylan who's still you know which you know there's nothing wrong with that because he does it very well but you know he's still have like 20 verses um <laughs> but when bruce would probably do the same with like three verses yeah um, but he's got a way of like 
choosing the words very carefully and with the minimum amount of lyrics, you know, painting a, a very vivid scene or stirring emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well said, sir. Well said. Um, all right. Last question. Great song to see live. Okay. Seems I've only got, like I said, I've only been to one concert. I'm going to choose yeah. Bobby Jean. Oh, nice. That's a good answer. Yeah, it was. It came on after he did Born to Run. And that like Born to Run was a frenzy. Um, and I was right up the front. And I got to touch his yeah. guitar. You know, he, he see. bends down into, into, the, yeah. <laughs> into the crowd and I got to touch his guitar. And you think, what can what can follow this? You know, this is just sure. This is obviously, you know, the, the the crescendo. Yeah. And then then Bobby Jean starts up and it's it sort of lifted the whole place even sure. even higher. I didn't realize what a powerful song that would be be like. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it is a great song. And I'm I always like rocking Bruce as opposed to okay, there are a few good acoustic songs but when the band's going full tilt that's always yes always the best for me and yeah it, and that, that was and it was yeah yeah great song great choice i love that that's good um good choices my friend Thank very you. nice choices um any final thoughts you want to share with the audience i've shared just about all of them. Um, All right. No, I, I can't think of. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts about else? the the no nukes uh, being released? I saw that. I, I don't. Um, to be quite honest, I'm I'm not. I haven't really um, checked on. Well, I'm not aware of the the total significance of it. Obviously, it was a yeah. good concert. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've heard about it before, but I don't really know the, the details. But like I said, there's there's so much. He's got so much stuff, and there's so you, you don't, you know, people are crying out. Oh, when's Bruce gonna? Um, he, he said there'd be two surprises. Where's the other yeah. surprise? Then they go on and on and on. I think I, you know, who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um, on <laughs> on Twitter, you know, but you don't, you don't, ha- you don't need that. There's there's already. I'm sure there's stuff you don't. You can go back and listen to which you, you're not familiar with. For instance, I, I still haven't got uh, um, "Devils and Dust." Yeah, I, I still haven't got into that. So, if, you know, if I'm really bored one day, I'm gonna well go back and yeah, some songs I, I I'm sort of know them, but it's still a lot I don't really. Well, you know, Chris, what I got frustrated with is. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to get everything right, but he did a podcast with a former president. They're mm. putting a book out based on that podcast. Um, he sang with two or three bands, including, you know, John Mellencamp. He's going to be on his album for a couple of songs. He sang um, during a, the National Memorial for the U.S., about the people that we've lost at COVID. He sang a song during that. Um, he sang at the inauguration. 
Um, he's now they've released that he's going to do a soundtrack with Robert Redford on this documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, he now has announced the no nukes, you know, that they're going to remaster that and send that out. And, you know, this couple of people like, well, that isn't what I want. So he, that is a significant. <laughs> and, you know, my buddy Sam and I were at lunch. He says, okay, let's think about this for a minute. Um, he released four discs in tracks. These are all the songs that he didn't record and didn't release or he's released them. Then he's released the, the River box set and he's done, you know, the Promise box set. Um, he says, you know, how many songs are left that... Yeah. Like, what, like, are you getting to, like, are you, he says, and absolutely, you know, Sam said, I'm sure there will be a song or two if he released track two that will go, oh my gosh, this is great. He said, but you're getting to the, he's already left out, you know, he's already released so much music. What do you think he's going to do? Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, exactly. And uh, because I don't think, Unlike when he used to record 50 songs to end it up with 12 on the album. I don't think he's done that during mm. magic or, uh, you know, radio, um, how, you know, um, you know, during, in fact, high hopes was pulled from some of these. So yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, Chris, if someone wants to reach you on social media, where is the best way? Uh, probably Twitter. Okay. Um, at, at Flickris. If, L-I-C-K-R-I-S. Yes. So that would be an awesome same name on Instagram. Okay. So that'd probably be the best. All right. My friend, we will, I'm sure, sometime in the next few months, we will find another excuse to visit. Yeah, Uh, In the meantime, stay safe. Uh, Please be careful. And... uh, listeners please go get vaccinated go let's take care of ourselves and let's be good to each other because that's the only way we're going to do this for now thank you and we'll talk to you soon goodbye bye doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation and i hate that so please let me know what you like and don't like about the work i'm doing you can reach the podcast via email at setlessingbruce at gmail.com the show is on Twitter at SetLustingBruce, and my personal Twitter is at Jesse Jackson DFW. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. 
You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, Fed Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.